everybody move that up a little bit ah, ah. good good move it up move it up a little bit more we're good what's happening everybody it's hump day going may 12th wednesday wednesday man what happened this week i'm like it feels like it's thursday for me i've been like a week ahead or not week ahead a day ahead when it comes to what the frick day it is, man, I'll tell you what. What is happening? All right. Uh, what's going on? We got Mr. Patterson. What's up, buddy? All right. We got Jason, Mr. Fear Jason. <laughs> That's pretty much the whole day. Yo, what is up, man? Hey, Bolivia. Nice to see you. It's nice uh, for you to click on in. Done. Thank you, Jason, for showing up, Mr. McKenzie. What time is it? Time to cancel? Cancel who? Everyone? <laughs> oh, jeez. I know. Who are we going to cancel here, guys? Pretty much. Everyone! That's pretty much what it is. Yeah. Oh, man. Hiya. What's going on, Mace Windu? Hey, Miss Mace Windu, let's do this. Store the Snad Bears. Uh, I try to be a true gentleman. Garvin. Try to be a true gentleman. Wrong. Uh, this whole chat is canceled. Yes, who is humping on your back? <laughs> uh, myself? I don't know. <laughs> go, let's go, Ryan. Let's go. You already gonna cancel me? How dare you? How dare you? No, I did not. I did not shave my head. Uh, I did get a haircut, but uh, it got a little messed up. Uh, where almost I thought I was gonna have to shave my head. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's all there. See? See, it's all there, but there's a little bit messed up. I don't know. I'm not going to, so I'm just going to keep the hat on. Maybe for, uh, you're going to have me, uh, you know, be wearing a hat for a little bit. I'm not going to show you exactly where. Maybe if I do a post show, I'll show you, uh, I'll show you members what exactly, what exactly happened when it came to the hair, but it, it was a mixture of, um, of uh the the you know when i went to the the super cuts and the, the girl that cut my hair did a good job except for one little part so i tried to fix it myself and well i somewhat fixed it but then created a whole other thing so anyways what's going on nicotina how you doing how you doing there you go that's see that's what i'm talking about right there that's what i'm talking about right there i'm securing my sexuality where i can be okay with that yes oh man what a day right guys uh, I mean, my day was pretty good. Like I said, I did get a haircut, which was nice, but you know, at the same time, it's just, I swear to God, sometimes it's just, yeah, you, you, you trust, you trust the, the person cutting your hair, but then when there's a lot of distractions and like people coming in and phone calls, I think they forget certain things and then, yeah, you try to fix it yourself. So, um, yeah, so my hair is still all there and I thought about it. I was like, let me just shave it again, but you know. Like I said, it's still there, but I'm not going to show you where what exactly happened. You know, like I said, I'll do a post show, and you members, you'll be. I'll, I'll, I'll give you. I'll break down the story for that, but that's not. I'll break down the story for you. So, 
Um, and thank you to the members too. And if you want to become a member, hit that join button uh, and become a member because that's been actually a lot of fun just kind of doing like little member videos, post-show member videos. And then yesterday we did a post-show uh, live stream member video, which was interesting. It was like a nice little test. You know, it wasn't anything special or anything like that. It was just, you know, about a 20-minute live stream after the uh, initial live stream. So, yeah, like I said, if you want to do that, it's just something I'm doing, you know, for the members because I appreciate you uh, you guys helping out the pirate ship, which is always, uh, always uh, I love I love the fact that you guys uh, put in that little extra for all that. So, you guys are awesome. Even, like I said, your patrons also, the patrons, you guys are doing a great job. And if you want to join the Patreon, over there, I try to reveal, like, the work I'm working on and try to give you guys access and vodka stream guests and stuff like that early access to everything so hopefully um you guys are doing good over there and then of course merchandise down below which um you know what i said there was going to be three new shirts but i realized oh wait i got the, another shirt too that i could do so there's gonna be like four new shirts in there basically what's gonna happen is this weekend or actually probably tomorrow or i don't know when i'm gonna do it but i'm gonna just probably remove a couple of shirts you know, a couple of designs that are in there, but then I'm going to add some more. So, you know, it's going to be good stuff. So what's going on, Joey? How are you doing? Release the haircut. <laughs> like I said, still there. Up, 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 up. Oh, man. Yeah, it's just something I try to fix that just did not really work out. It's okay, though. It's okay. Long, long as I got some hats. I'm still waiting on my Justice League hat from the DC store, from the DC shop. Remember, there was like, I don't know if you guys followed on Twitter, and I think like when it came out, there was like a trucker almost style hat that was coming out that was uh, kind of like that look like that looks like this that has this like color scheme. They have yet to send those out. I'm not sure what's taking so long, but they have yet to do that. And thank you, Mr. Andre, Mr. Nicotina, becoming a new member. So now you can go back and watch some of those um, some of those vlogs. You know, because sometimes, you know, when I, I try to keep things a little uh, a little more conservative when it comes to revealing stuff. But on there, I'm kind of like, hey, well, there's that and this. So that's that's one of the things that the members get treated with is I don't I don't have as much of a filter when it comes to stuff that I've heard and stuff like that, because, you know, ah, the public discourse, you got to love it. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Just what Matias said. Yeah, get some uh, shots of the nipples and stuff like that. Uh, who's talking about Jody? Why are we talking about Jody? Don't talk about Jody. I know. It's hard not to when he says some stupid shit. But anyways, guys, appreciate you clicking in. You guys are awesome. Yeah, today was an interesting day when it came to that old stuff. And it's just it's just one of those going, okay, well, I got to talk about certain things, and which we will. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about a lot of stuff here, so uh, as per usual. But uh, all right, so let's go to the tweets, though. Let's uh, start off with dot tweets, dot tweets. Yeah, it, so much that I did pour a little vino. I was like, you know what? Because today, even with regular work, was, you know, meeting stuff and then just stuff that was, ugh, it was just one of those days, man. So there you go. I tested positive for being a bad beach. Good one. I like that, Jose. Um, anyways. How about them Dodgers? All right. So, oh, wow. It's Robert Pattinson's birthday. What the hell? Or is it like tomorrow? I think it's probably tomorrow. Oops, forgot to put the background. Uh, it's probably tomorrow, but, uh, you know. Yeah, but, you know, there are probably people in the UK when it's tomorrow for some other people. Um, so I love this shot. 
I love the show. I love the Spider-Man costume. I'm not gonna lie. When it comes to Amazing Spider-Man Two, a lot of problems with it, but so much goodness too. And I really love the costume. It's better than Amazing Spider-Man One, but I like the evolution of it because I like the big Spidey eyes. I like the big Spidey eyes. They're pretty cool. Uh, and of course, the first one had small little sunglasses-looking eyes, which was fine because that was the first costume. Then it evolved into this, which I think. To be honest, that's, I mean, it's up there. I don't know if it's my favorite Spider-Man costume, uh, but yeah, I mean, it, it's definitely up there. It's definitely up there. So anyway, so, and then speaking of Spider-Man in that Spider-Man, this was pretty funny. This actually cracked me up. Okay. This actually really cracked me up because Andrew Garfield, he's a guy that I could totally probably, I would love to talk to this guy and hopefully maybe sometime in the future, I'll be able to talk to this guy because he just seems... He just seems like a good dude. And this was, uh, this was funny. Oh shit. Hold on. Let me, uh, I didn't share the audio. I for always forget to share the audio when I share a page. There we go. Share the audio. All right. So this right here was great. So somebody, uh, he read a thirst tweet and his reaction is priceless. I want Andrew Garfield to smash a laptop on my tits. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'm not gonna do that. I draw the line. Nope. Like this is like pro tip and also like boundaries. Like, if anyone says I want to smash a laptop on your breasts, just say get out of my house. I want Andrew Garfield to smash a laptop on my tits. Just <laughs> come on, that's good stuff right there. And I love how he, he changes it over to. Breasts. I'm not gonna do that. I draw the line. Nope. Like, this is like pro tip and also like boundaries. Like if anyone says I want to smash a laptop on your breast, on your breast, say get out of my house. He cleaned it I up. I want Andrew Garfield the to initial... smash a laptop on my tits. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on, that's just good stuff right there. I mean, he's it's just a good reaction because it's just like what the hell? <laughs> oh man, I don't know. I just that cracked me up. I needed that. And then some more, uh, you know, some uh, release the Snyder, or release the, I almost said Snyder cut, release the Schumacher cut, a uh, little uh, image right here with all the stuff that we did not see. I mean, look at, look at two, the, the, what, what image right here that really draws my attention is Two-Face. Is it me or, do, I mean, it must be a filter, but it looks like almost like he has a different suit on that we did not see in Batman forever. And I don't know, I, I think it's just the filter or whatever the hell that makes his makeup look a lot better, but I don't know. I don't know if that's like something different, but now yeah, it's crazy. It's looking good. Ah, thank you. Uh, super Joe. Look at that with the super chat, super Joe with the super chat. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. So yeah, it's just interesting. And then this right here. Okay, so you guys know, you guys know I've been, I've been, uh, you know, on Hulu, you could watch Family Matters, the entire uh, series. So naturally, that's what I've been doing pretty much every night. That's how I round up my nights, guys. When uh, when all said is, it's all said and done, I just freaking kick back on the couch and put on some Family Matters. And, you know, this, this I think this is our, our it's, it's always been known. It's always been known, but yeah. Um, you know, Jaleel White, who plays uh, Steve, Steve Urkel, he's he's mentioned that it's very important to say this. I was not very well, well welcomed to the cast, to the cast at all. OK, now this has probably been known for a while. And even when you like when like rewatching the season, it's, it's kind of crazy because, you know, be, when you think of family matters, what do you think of? You think of Steve Urkel. 
Okay, but initially was not supposed to be that. It was supposed to be a spinoff of Perfect Strangers that came out because Carl and Harriet showed up in Perfect Strangers, and then they, they did a spinoff with them for Family Matters. So it was kind of like a shared universe kind of thing, TGIF, doing that shared universe shit, which was awesome. Um, and then all of a sudden, they I guess they just felt like they needed something. And when Steve Urkel, when you first see him, it's a very short... It's a very short appearance, very short appearance. And then they ended up going, let's bring him back. And then let's just put him, let's just see what happens. And, you know, well, we all saw what happens. It became like a, a phenomenon and everything like that. So it's been pretty, it was pretty crazy how that was. But going back and rewatching all the shows in order, apparently what they did, I don't know. I mean, this is just going by watching them in order on Hulu. All of a sudden, like Steve would show up in the beginning, you know, when they do like a scene at the beginning. What the hell? There's a, ah, there's like a fly on my, my, uh, my cat. You see, this is what happens when it starts getting warmer. Anytime it starts getting warmer here in good old Southern California, the flies just show up. You know, I should probably get rid of those dead bodies too. Maybe that's the reason. I don't know. Is that part of the reason? Maybe. But, anyways, when it comes to Steve Urkel, um, Rewatching these episodes, like, you know how there's always like an opening scene before the opening credits and before the actual episode starts? Apparently, they went back and injected Steve into some of these opening scenes because you see him show up at the beginning and then he doesn't show up at all in the rest of the episode. But then you get to the episode where he's introduced to the Winslows. And I was just kind of going, what the hell? Did they go back and like inject them into previous episodes for reruns? I think that's what they did. It's crazy. It's crazy. I know. I should probably take a shower one of these days. Of course, I finished The Fresh Prince. Yes. And I always uh, cry my eyes out when the, the, the series finale. Or at least I get a little teared up. I love this right here. Face the night. Look at that face. Look at that chin. It's about that chin and that stubble right there, man. Look at that. You sexy beast. You. And then Arkham. That's Arkham-like right there. That's like an Arkham filter, it looks like. But I like that. like that. And then uh, according to uh, Darren Lynn Bozeman, who has directed Saw movies before, he said, we had to keep going back and recutting and recut the movie. I don't think it meant recutting uh, the movie to try to get it to be an acceptable for an R rating. So apparently the gore was so crazy that they went back like to restructure the movie, recut the movie to make it fit an R rating, a hard R rating. I'm kind of going like, well, shit, that doesn't sound good. I've already, I've already read some reviews and saw some reviews, and yes, apparently this movie is, you know, slightly messy. And you could see that they had to keep recutting it to get our rating. That's just weird to me, but okay. Um, I do want to see it, but I'm seeing Army of the Dead tomorrow night. I'm not seeing this movie, so maybe I'll catch this. I don't know when I'm going to catch it. Probably not this weekend, but we'll see what happens. But I mean, when it comes to Saw movies, I think the I think the the first three work. The first one's absolutely fantastic. First one is one of my all time favorite horror movies. The first Saw movie was absolutely fantastic when it came to Lee Winnall, James Wan's for James Wan was James Wan, and they had a super super small budget, and they turned it into something absolutely fantastic. I still remember watching the movie in the movie theater and with the the twist ending. Everybody was like, "Wow, it was." Uh, it was such a it was such a, a good twist at the end. That's why it's one of my all time favorite horror movies. Like, or you know, 
thrillers, whatever the hell you want to call it. Um, but yeah, I'm just kind of going when it comes to this. I don't know. When it comes to Spiral, it's like I'm looking forward to it, but not at the same time because, nah. and then I love this Batman. Yeah, okay, this Batman shot right here. If you guys ever, if you guys saw the Dark Knight in, in uh, IMAX, this shot right here made your stomach drop. It felt like you were on a roller coaster a little bit. I remember watching the Dark Knight in an IMAX, and this scene right here, I went, oh, like I my stomach dropped, like it was like I was Splash Mountain. Just shoo. love that shot. Love that shot. Looks better in IMAX. And then of course we got some art from uh, from Ryan right here. Doing some uh, carnage art. Love it. Ba you know, I love how minimal it is. Pretty good stuff. And yes, we'll be talking about that because, yes, the entire timeline was this. <laughs> Not the entire timeline. There's there's people that were supporting her. But, man, a lot of people were like, ah, that that is pretty much a representation. This little shot right here is a representation of Twitter today. Holy Lord. Yeah, kind of, uh, kind of sucks. And yes, we got another. Um, we got, like I said, I was like, all right, who's gonna show up tomorrow in this movie? So now we got Janelle Monet. She's gonna be joining the the Knives Out sequel. Um, I've never, I've never really warmed up to her quite yet. I never thought she was like somebody phenomenal. I mean, I always find it funny when like she's, I don't know. I just never really jumped on the, Jan the Janelle Monet. You know, anytime it's like okay, she was a pop artist and now she wants to be a serious actor. And it's like, ah, all right, let's, uh, I don't know. It's like the, the roles you play, you're too beautiful. I mean, she's a very beautiful woman. And then it's like, they try to like, not, you know, it's always funny when they try to make people not so beautiful. I mean, it's the same thing with the, with guy actors too. It's like, oh yeah, this guy's down on his luck. He's drinking all the time yet. He still has an eight pack, you know, it's just always funny. With stuff like that, but yeah, I, I wonder who's going to join the freaking cast tomorrow. It seems like every um, every day there somebody new is joining um, Knives Out too. And then tomorrow, guys, unlock 15 minutes of Army of the Dead. Okay, so you guys could do that. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to see those first 15 minutes when I see it on the big screen. I'm not going to watch. I am okay with watching certain clips and trailers, but I don't really want to watch the first 15 minutes because I'm seeing it tomorrow on a big screen. I'm just going to go watch on the big screen, but I know it's going to be probably awesome. You know, I obviously says right there, 10, uh, 10 AM Pacific, 1 PM Eastern. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I know I get it. It's marketing and stuff like that. So I'm just kind of like, you know what? I'm just gonna, I'll watch it tomorrow night. But, uh, you know, that'll be fun, too. And then here we go. Some more um, uh, Zack Snyder on the reboot. Superman, J.J. Abrams, and Tennessee. Tennessee. I can never say his name right. Coates. Mr. Coates. This is what Zack Snyder had to say about the new Superman. I'm interested in seeing what's going to happen. It's a bold move. Very cool. And there's probably a time needed for that. But I love Henry Cavill's Superman. He's my Superman that's right fucking right right there man yes he yes he he's our superman and it is a bold move but hopefully like i said it'll be uh something uh something good i think what he really wanted to say was that's cool, that's cool. but you're living in a fucking dream world okay <laughs> i think it was something along the lines of that maybe that he was thinking <laughs> nah snyder's cool i mean obviously yeah 
Gotta love it. These are Superman. And then, uh, uh, let's see, Benet Juris. I, I, I can never say her name either, but uh, some uh, concept art for Dune. This guy over here looks like Henry Cavill. I'm just saying. This guy right here. But, uh, you know, maybe they had <laughs> Henry Cavill in mind. Oh, man, October. That's when that's coming. I got to finish the book before that happens. And then here we go, guys. Man, are we just getting into that 1984 world. Uh, the Merriam-Webster Dictionary has changed their definition definition of anti-vaxxer to include people who oppose laws that mandate va vaccination. So basically, if you don't believe in the laws, like you, you could believe in vaccinations, but don't believe in laws, that will now make you an anti-vaxxer. That's right, guys. That's how far it's gotten, okay? And I don't care who you are. And like I said, I'm not against vaccinations. Like I'm glad that my parents, my grandparents and family have all got vaccinated. I've waited a little bit and I probably eventually will, but I was like, oh, later everybody, I'm not in that category where I'm like in desperate need. Plus I had it. So uh, hopefully I have still the antibodies, but the fact that they're changing it, they changed it to the fact that if you pose the law, mandating for you to have to get it in order for you to like, you know, travel and stuff like that. Yeah. They put that. It's just, that's scary right there. That's a little scary. I'm just saying that's a little fucking scary. Oh my God. I mean, that's just, I mean, it's gotten to the point where it's so political that they changed the Merriam Webster dictionary definition of it. Okay. Because I don't believe in mandated laws for it, but I believe in vaccinations. So, but I'm still considered an anti-vaxxer. See how that works? Crazy. That's like ridiculous. That's just, just absolutely ridiculous. So, I don't know. That's just me though. I mean, I don't know. I, I, it doesn't need to start a debate. I'm saying get vaccinated. If you can get vaccinated, get vaccinated. Do it. Uh, like I said, I eventually will. Shiba coin. Okay, we got a new coin that's trending right now. And then, yes, guys, um, if you guys check it out, um, did they change the definition of vaccine to you? Ah, man, that's that's that'd be crazy. Um, yes. So Spotify, like I told you guys, I've been splitting it up, splitting it up to Spotify, the audio only stuff uh, to three different channels. But, yeah, I'm slowly adding to the vodka stream. The vodka stream will show up on also uh, it's showed up on Amazon. It's going to show up on Apple Podcasts, And then, of course, um, Google podcasts, but, uh, I've been uploading like pretty much since I interviewed Zack Snyder and on. So that's what I've been doing is uploading the audio for vodka streams from November 13th. So the very first episode that you get on there, it's the, the very first time that I talked to Zack Snyder. So, and, uh, sorry to hear, sorry to hear that dub six. That sucks, man. That sucks. And then some Batman, these two, uh, these two sexy, sexy bitches right here, Bruce Wayne and Selena Kyle. Gotta love it. Gotta love it. And yeah, like I said, Batman the Fanimated series, yeah, it's got its own Fanimated stream, has its own uh, section on, you know, Amazon Podcast and Spotify. So, you know, just one place to find it. And then, of course, yesterday's episode is up on there if you just want to listen to it. It's, it's, it's interesting to see. It's interesting to just hear it, not see it. Kind of, it's kind of, it's kind of interesting, especially like the old vodka streams when you're just listening to everybody talk. It's, it's, it's kind of cool actually, you know, especially when it's panel, when it's all the panel stuff. It's actually pretty cool to like revisit a lot of that. So, yeah. And then look at this, womp womp. Ah, who saw this coming? The Ellen Show will end in 2022. 
Yeah, I think we all hoped it was going to end in 2020 um, when all the allegations came out. When it when we all found out that yes, Ellen is not so pleasant when you see her dancing. That's all just a ruse. She wants you to like her, but guess who doesn't like her? Everyone who worked for her. Yeah. And then the ratings dropped drastically. So after 19 seasons, that's right, 19 years, I should say, she couldn't quite get to 20. And now she gone. It's gone. So you have all five vaccines. <laughs> nice. And then today, today was uh, Terminator Day. What day is it? The date. 12. May. What year? What year? It's a good scene right there. It's a really good scene. And then right here, guys. Okay, so James Gunn. James Gunn said, uh, the HBO Max and I can't emphasize this enough, have been amazing partners and absolutely adorable people. In a blink of an eye, I would make another series for them. So, hey, James Gunn. We And he also answered this on Instagram. And I know some people don't like James Gunn, but I'm just saying, help, help, help this guy get his Deathstroke series. Why not? And he actually said that he's a fan of Joe and he's a fan of Deathstroke. So I'm not necessarily saying James Gunn should just totally take on Deathstroke. I'm just saying, hey, we have something here. We have something right here. So James, if you could help out before you go back to Disney World, go back and before you start, you know, you head back there. Why don't you go, hey, HBO Max, why don't you do a, you know, Deathstroke series, you know? Why not? Use your credibility that apparently they love you. So why not help out? Hashtag Deathstroke HBO Max. That'd be nice, right? That's all. And then we got a new Loki poster, which, of course, looks like all the other <laughs> MCU posters, which, you know, I get it. They have a template. They have a template. That's fine. I'm wondering what the hell is this guy? We got a cartoon clock here. Okay. I'm still looking forward to... Uh, I'm definitely looking forward to Loki for sure. This just in. Bop, 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 bop. Uh, what are they? What is this? Just, just in. Zack Snyder Justice League scoops a third consecutive week at number one on the UK's official film chart. On digital downloads, only the bumper four hour of the film still holds off. Wonder Woman 1984, and this weekend we get Army of the Dead, too. So it's going to be all Zack Snyder all the time. That's right, guys, but they still... And you still can't see the numbers! Yeah. But apparently they're doing pretty, it's doing pretty good. Uh, third consecutive week. There you go. Now, the more numbers, and I'm actually going to be doing a video about other numbers, too. And I'm probably going to record tonight. Uh, this is beautiful right here. Yes, the color scheme is a little off when it comes to the emblem on his chest, but it still looks fucking amazing, okay? Superman Black Suit by Iron, Iron Studios. Yeah, I know. Somebody made the, oh, yeah, the, the, the symbol doesn't look right. Yeah, but it still looks cool, and I would still love to buy this, but I know it's like 500 bucks or something like that. It's just really awesome. Really awesome, so... All right. And then, yeah, 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 I mean, it is true. I mean, she looks really smoking hot right here. I will say that. Jesus Christ. And strong and feminine, Gal Gadot. But sadly, it's just kind of, it's just kind of funny within, within what? 
Okay, last weekend, this weekend, this past weekend, right, she comes out and talks about Joss Whedon, and everybody is like, yes, yes, girl, yes, yes. And now today, not so much. <laughs> Whew, man. Yeah. So obviously we know that there's, you know, some bad things that are happening over in the Middle East right now. War, Gaza, uh, Israel, um, you know, Palestine free, you know, a lot of people hashtag free Palestine or whatever, Palestine. And uh, so naturally, Gal, Gal decided to uh, chime in on it. I mean, she is Israeli, so she posted, of course, well, I guess I'll bring up the banner here. Receives backlash, of course, for this message right here. And you can actually see, look at the look at the ratio. Look at this ratio right here. Whew, man. I'm going to tell you what. I mean, it, this doesn't even show. This doesn't even show. Wow. People Gal Gadot mentioned can reply. Wow. So she shut off her. It looks like she shut off the mentions. But the quote tweets are almost with the likes which is crazy. So she said, my heart breaks. My country is at war. I worry for my family, my friends. I worry for my people. This is a vicious cycle that has been going on for far too long. Israel deserves to live as a free and safe nation. Our neighbors deserve the same. I pray for the victims and their families. I pray for this unimaginable hostility to end. I pray for our leaders to find the solution so we could live side by side in peace, I pray for better days. Now, yeah, now apparently, apparently the uh, the theme of today that a lot of people were using, and it was like, can we come up with a different term, guys? I've seen this phrase too many times today, tone deaf. That's all I heard. That's all I saw. It's like tone deaf, 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 all over the feed. I'm like, can somebody come up with a different phrase? Anybody? Anybody? I guess not. I mean, I guess that does explain it a little bit. Now, I'm not going to get political here because, you know, that's just that's just really that's I hate that even though like that's everything now. It's in, it's intertwined with everything now uh, being political, but when it comes to this right here, um uh, I'm not going to like I don't have a dog in the fight because I'm not educated fully brought up to everything that's going on. I mean, obviously, yes, there's always seems like there's problems. And we saw like the iron curtain, iron dome, whatever they're called. Uh, we saw that yesterday, which is, you know, it is pretty amazing technology. That's what I was kind of just going ooh ah about. But uh, I mean, when it comes to this, I mean, obviously what she should have done is Gal Gadot, no. Yeah, that's pretty much what we, we, we were kind of saying when she tweeted that. Just maybe just kind of, Sit this one out or be a little more diplomatic. I don't know, because I think the fact of the matter is what a lot of people were saying was the fact that she said neighbors as opposed to saying Palestine, you know, as opposed to that. I mean, initially, she was just kind of wanting the wanting peace. She wants peace. She wants the leaders to come up with a solution. She wants the war to stop, which, yes, commend that. But a lot of people were going, well, it's your people that's doing this. So it's a lot of like back and forth when it comes to that. I mean, obviously, I know I said Iron Curtain. It's actually the Iron Dome. Uh, Iron Curtain is uh, that's like, isn't that the Steelers or something like that? Uh, I don't know. But um, but yeah, she's received a shit ton of backlash. And it's just kind of funny because I'm going, oh, shit. Here we are all trying to re restore the Snyderverse. And I'm seeing people going, fuck Gal Gadot. <laughs> I'm like, well, OK, we can't exactly restore the Snyderverse without her. And now 
people hate her. That's no good. Fuck. So it's like, oh man, now we got to worry about that, huh? Ah, <laughs> oh, it's a terrible towel. But, uh, you know, like I said, I don't have a dog in the fight, like I said, because I don't know exactly the full-on situation over there when it comes to this. I just always kind of find it funny when, you know, you have people that, that really just, it's like, okay, I think some people out there that comment about this and just totally, I mean, we're so tribalistic. It's like, what is my, what is my group think? What, what do we think? Okay. Either you're on the right or the left of it. Right. So what does my group think? Okay. Well, I'm going to stand over here and then I'm going to say shit. And I don't even think they exactly know what they're saying or fully up to date and educated with what's going on over there. Okay. I think there's a lot of that, a lot of, you know, chest puffing and just like, I know what's going on. You're bad for doing this. You're bad for saying that, you know, but uh, everybody's trying to cancel her. Yeah, war is definitely profitable, and that's why they do it. That's the thing. It sucks when it's always like it's got to be either a right or left kind of thing. It's what it's got to be. You either got to be on one side or the other. You know, that's the problem with everything. That's why we don't ever fucking come up with solutions. It just seems like there's never coming up with solutions. And I follow both sides. I follow people on the right. I people. I follow people on the left. I see it. And today, it, I mean, well, especially actually, ever since the this new wave started, I've seen the back and forth. And it's just interesting to see how that all looks because it's like watching two different movies. You know, you kind of go like, well, what the hell? So that's why I just kind of go like, ah, I don't have a, a dog in the fight. And, uh, you know, I, and maybe like one of these days, I'm just going to sit down and just like talk to somebody who knows exactly what's going on over there and, uh, really learn about it. That's why I'm just, but I'm just going to be like, nope, I, I don't have a dog in the fight. But when it comes to gal, what she should have done is probably not say anything. But then again, she was probably like, well, I have to say something because that's my country. So she probably she probably should have redid that. And I don't know. I don't know how she could have sounded a little more hey, partial, I guess you could say. Because I understand that she's like wanting peace over there for everyone. But uh, the approach maybe she took wasn't exactly the approach she should have. So, but yeah. Yeah, people are, yeah, she didn't say Palestine. Yeah, people are pissed about being treated like uh, they don't, yeah, exactly. So that's pretty much what it is. Why is your fellow Republicans always canceling people? <laughs> my fellow, well, I, I'm my fellow Republicans. Oh, King Kong, you're a funny one. You always give me shit. And I, I'm sure you think I'm like, uh, you probably think I'm like a Trump tart or something too. I've, get, I've gotten called that so many times just because I don't, I'm not fully on the left. So I'm automatically just like, you know, surprised you still watch me. Um, but anyway, I, I just love that passive aggressive. You're Republican friends. Like, okay. I mean, I'm glad to have followers from all wakes of life. You know, I like diversity and thought. You know, that's one of the things that a lot of people don't like. And that's why we're in like these situations like, you know, the Merriam-Webster dictionary changing the definitions of shit, trying to control stuff. I'm not. I'm not Republican, Chan. <laughs> I'm not. Yeah, I'm in the party of like to party and drink wine. That's the party I'm in now. But it's just it's all just been fucking crazy. This is why she should uh, just shut up. Yeah, no, I'm just saying. I'm just saying like she should have probably just said, don't, don't, don't do it. Don't do it. 
Yeah. Yeah, I'm in the 40 club. Still in the 40 club. <laughs> the no pants party. That's what I'm. Yeah. Head to the pants party. See, that's what I'm talking about. See, this is why I love it when you guys joke like that. There's always going to be people that are serious. And I love the fact that you guys are uh, you're joking around about it. But that's, see, that's the thing. That's what I like to do. I like to joke around. Okay. But yeah, it's always going to be a political thing. And, uh, you know, like I said, I, I'm not going to just like put my two cents in because I don't know exactly the full history, the full history and what is happening with this. I've talked to some people about it, but like I said, I don't have, and you know, I do want to educate myself. So then maybe I can be like, Hey, well, this is what I know but right now. I don't. So I'm not going to sit here and go, you know, Oh, I'm on this side or that side or this side or that. I don't know. I'm just like going gal, you should have just said nothing. And when people ask, why didn't you comment on it? You could have just been like, well, I've been busy. Okay. I'm brewing up a new human being, a human being in my belly. I have movie projects. I just didn't think about doing that. And that's, that's the problem with nowadays too, is like celebrities feel like they have to just comment on stuff. And it's like, no, you don't. This is why like Dwayne, someone like Dwayne Johnson, he doesn't really comment about political stuff. Of course, you know, he did when it came to the election and he backed up Biden which, yeah, fine. But most of the time, you don't hear about politics when it comes to certain actors or celebrities. That's probably a good thing. Probably a good thing. I mean, we all know that Hollywood is, it's, it's just liberal left, totally, 100%. You know, you can't, if you admit that you're some kind of, you know, if you're, if you're on the right at all, you're going to get ousted. I mean, I, to I totally see that. But yeah, <sighs> easy there, Eric, easy. But it's just it just sucks because everybody was backing up gal. Everybody was like, yeah, girl, say it. Talk about Joss Whedon. Ah. And then that video came out and she teared up about, you know, about Israel and stuff like that. And like, you know, losing people in her family and stuff like that. And people were 100 percent behind her. And then all of a sudden today, whew, just like a 180 flip, a lot of 180 flip. And it's just you hate to see it. You hate to see it. You really hate to see it. But. Sadly, this is uh, the world we live in, man. I mean, it's just, it's such a, it's such a weird thing. <sighs> anyway, can we get, <laughs> yeah, let's get, yeah. What does Gina Carano have to say about this? Huh? She post anything? Is she, uh, she okay? Does she like bite her tongue on this one? <laughs> oh man. But a lot of people, a lot of people, uh, uh, not busy to comment on this, but too busy to hashtag restore. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Oh, easy there. Easy there. Oh, easy there, uh, Ben. I know, right? <laughs> Jeez. Oh, man. So easy there, guys. All right, let's not turn this political. It's just, uh, you know, but I knew it was going to turn political. I get that. I get that. And, and you know, and even me, I was like, should I talk about it? I'm like, yeah, I'm going to talk about it because, it, you know, people are going to ask me about it, you know, and there, there's my two cents on it. Like I said, I don't have a dog in the fight. I'm not religious at all. I'm atheist, essentially, or agnostic, if you want to go that route, because, you know, uh, I don't have a, you know, a religion. I know it's a religious thing. There's a religious thing, too. And, I, you know, I know there's a lot of things in there, and I'm just not going to just dive into that. And, and I, you know, and I think there's a lot of people that should probably not do the same thing too. They're just kind of looking at which side am I supposed to be on? Oh, over here. Okay. Well, yeah, yeah. Screw you. You know, uh, I see that a lot, a lot of chest puffing up and stuff like that, which is fine. But if you know, that's fine. If you want to, whatever you want to do, but anyways, let's talk about this instead. 
Let's talk about Deborah Snyder talks Justice League closure numbers in Army of the Dead. That's right. Crap, I forgot to pull up this article. This one right here. Okay. Um, so we have a new uh, Hollywood Reporter article that I'll share here in a bit. So, wow. Gal good. <laughs> Gal uh, All right. So we got a new article right here. This time we're hearing from Deborah. And uh, I'm actually going to show you guys too from Zach. But uh, obviously there's a lot of press that's happening with the uh, Army of the Dead. Okay. Yes, she speaks. No more. Let's get off the whole gal thing. Let's get off that whole shit. Okay. We're good. We're good. All right, so Deborah Snyder on uh, Intimate Army of the Dead shoot and finding closure with Justice League. So she was fully interviewed, and we're going to go through this thing. Um, not we're not we're gonna we're just going to get to the, some of the the bullet points right here. Um, let's see, what was it? Two hundred million dollars? Yeah, because you two. Okay, so they're just kind of talking about that. Um, she found herself hanging on the edit bay and sharing options, even pushing against a plea. Ba, ba, ba. So she talks about that. There's a lot of things she talks about right here. I should have probably like highlighted some of the stuff right here, but we'll get through it. All right. So Zach came up with the right idea after the script was originally uh, written by Joby uh, Harold. Got all that. I love this image right here. Them two on set. I mean, that's relationship goals right there. Totally is. Netflix has doubled down on this with the anime series uh, prequel feature. We don't know. Uh, we don't know when the prequel comes out, but we you're you've already wrapped, so it will be uh, at some point, not too far off. And just wish that I think they were loving uh, what they saw, but it was a bold move to develop these other projects. Everyone talks about doing those things, but you don't want it to be four years later when they come out. I don't know when the prequel is coming out either, but we are in post and we are getting pretty close. We have some work to do. We have some work to do that will continue into the summer. But what's interesting about the film is it takes place in our world. The zombie pandemic is happening in America and it's causing instability in the banking and financial institutions. So they are consolidating some of the money. And this team goes to uh, goes together. It's a heist movie. Blah, blah, blah. We know that. Get out of here, man. I tell you what. As a producer, how did you facilitate the idea of Army of the Dead being more intimate production? Uh, the locations are massive. To create an uh, impression of Vegas that's destroyed, the biggest challenge was it's post-apocalyptic. We couldn't go to Vegas in a casino and shoot because we had to destroy it. Yeah, that had to be really good. And I love the fact that she says, listen, listen. I swear, her and Zach, her and Zach. Her and Zach saying, listen, 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 listen. That's their thing. Listen, we are going to have less people in the art department. We don't. Yeah. So I love the fact that she says that. Zach, there are three roles that are filling here. Yeah. Um, some of the army vibe felt like the Joker scene you all, you all shot for Justice League, which was more intimate set too, with Zach serving as DP. I don't think we'll ever go back. I don't know how he'd go back to having another DP because he, the way he thinks about things, he storyboards every shot. So yeah, so basically Deborah saying that future Zack Snyder movies, he's probably going to be the DP from now on. He's going to be the DP. So why not? I mean, he's got an eye for it. James Gunn wrote uh, Dawn of the Dead. Oh my God, James Gunn. 
We hate that guy. Uh, Zach had been talking to Dave about another project at one point. What? We were doing this and we were trying to figure out the right person to play Scott for Zach and me, the duality of the role to have this guy who can go out and kill zombies, rescue people was important. We've been, we've seen him in a comedic role. People know him from wrestling, but to see the softer side of him, to see that he's also such a gifted actor, I think people are going to be surprised. And that was really exciting for us. When we looked at him for that part, it was uh, coincidental that he was in James's movie. Uh, you replaced comedian Chris D'Elia with Tignataro after he was accused of sexual misconduct. Here's like a tough question. Once that decision is made, how much work is it to get Nataro into a film that is basically completely shooting? It's so daunting. And let's, uh, and let's uh, couple that with a, an actual pandemic that we were dealing with. Yeah, the fact that they had to do that with a pandemic, too. We shot for 14 days to get Tig in the movie. Had it not been the, for the pandemic, we probably would have brought the whole cast in to, and reshot scenes with everybody, but we didn't have that luxury. We were trying to get... We were trying to keep it small. We were trying to keep it safe. The studios were just making deals with all the unions of what, of what the rules of going back to filming would be. Uh, as one of the first, we were very conservative. Oh, my gosh. She said conservative, guys. They're canceled now in, uh, in our approach. Uh, so we decided to shoot it all against green screen. Yeah, that's going to be interesting to see the behind the scenes of all that. It was pretty seamless. Yeah, final probably, even though we erased the other actor, the way the cameras move, the, the way the camera moves, the way the lighting is interacting, there were so many technical considerations. It was probably one of the most difficult things I'd ever shot just in terms of how technical it was. It was very, there was very little wiggle room. We had people on set compositing it to mock it up as we went and we could, uh, so we could, Make sure we were doing it right. Zach always uh, likes cutting at the same time. Yeah, so, man. Daunting, as a producer, one way you can gauge success in box office numbers. But with streaming, you might not ever know how many people watched your movie. After Justice League came out, I was hoping for one of those press releases saying it broke ratings, uh, broke ratings record or something like that. Yeah, so was I, by the way. Yeah, again, guys, I've told you this. The Snyders don't know the numbers either. I saw some people like going, wow, they don't know the numbers either? Yeah, I'm, yeah, they don't know the numbers either. How are you adjusting to the lack of transparency as you dive into streaming, first with Justice League and now with Arm in the Dead? It's about telling stories and getting our stories to as many people as possible. Yes, there might be an excitement about how it does, Everyone is a little competitive, but they are taking chances on films that would not be getting made. The studios are so focused on big IP and tent poles that there is a lot of other content the streamers are getting made that wouldn't get made if it wasn't for them. In my experience, the creative freedom and support along the way, uh, not a fight support, for the director's vision has been really great. In the terms of box office, yeah, it's good to know but you usually know if people like it or not. So look at that. The creative freedom that Netflix gave him. Gave them, I should say. Awesome. HBO. It's interesting that they haven't reported the numbers, but there have been a bunch of articles saying how massive Justice League has been. For us, it wasn't about that. It was about completing Zack's vision. 
Something that, because of our tragedy, turned into something really ugly and distorted and having a chance to set it right. The love from the fans for the film and for Zach's vision and to be able to complete the vision, that vision, was, uh, was the why of it for us. It's been an amazing experience to see people enjoy it and the love. We had been developing the world that Zach's version of um, of that world for uh, over 10 years. It was kind of a weird ending or lack of ending. See, she says lack of ending, by the way, guys. It was a kind of weird ending or lack of ending. So for us, it was a nice way to get closure on also for people to see what it was, what it was uh, meant to be. So there you go. That's the closure part. Now take it, take it with whatever way you want to take it. I mean, obviously a lot of people, obviously a lot of people might just go like, uh, "Wow, it sounds like uh, they're just done and moving on." It's like, well, no, they're just not waiting around. That's the thing. That's what I keep on saying. They're not going to wait around for the numbers and say like, "What can we continue with?" When it comes to restore the Snyderverse, guys, like I said, like we've been saying for the past couple of weeks, few weeks, and other people that have come on the vodka stream have also said is the fact that it's like, okay, start off. Start off, start off slowly, okay? Obviously, two Justice League sequels will be massive, and you got to get everybody back. Massive budget, massive everything, okay? Start off slowly, and I'm just like, you know, whether, I don't know, like when people just go like, oh, it's not happening, guys, it's not happening. It's like, well, can we also talk about the fact that, hey, we still got the air cut, okay? We still got what we talked about earlier, Deathstroke. And we also got Batfleck. Those are not out of the question yet. I mean, yeah, when it comes to Justice League sequels, man, that's like that could be a little far-fetched. That could be way down the road. But right now, we got these three right here that is essentially still part of the restoration of the Snyderverse that could be right here that we could start off with, okay? We start off with. Now, I know I'm going to bring up this video right here because uh, Zach uh, talked about more of the uh, Warner Brothers being anti-Snyder, which you, you love to see it. You absolutely love to see it because I love how he keeps like calling them out about things. So she, he was just uh, on set with Kristen Arcuna, Arcuna, Arcuna. So let me uh, share this uh, video right here. When it comes to Zach, I'm going to go ahead and remove that. Um, when it comes to Zach talking about when she asked the question about Warner Brothers, ah, crap, forgot to uh, share the audio. Boop. All right, here we go. Share that audio. All right, so here it is right here. So listen to what Zach has to say about this. Do you feel like you've left the superhero genre behind now? Are you done with it? And is this your baby now? I know that your fans are so passionate about restoring the Snyderverse, but is that something is that something that could even make you happy at this point? Like there just seems to be some some bad blood there. So so what well, I mean, I mean the truth is that you know, Warner Brothers, um, they just they've been pretty clear, I think, with this sort of the concept that like they, they, they're not interested in Zack Snyder take on the DC universe. That's just, a, that's not conjecture. That's me just that they say that directly. So, um, but of well, course they also directly. said they had no interest and or we're never going to release the Snyder Cut of Justice League. So that's, um, you know, but uh, do I love those characters and do I love that world? Yes. Um, I don't know. I don't know how to, uh, necessarily continue in that world, but um, I'm I, I do love those those guys. And by the way, those are my good friends who play those parts. So it's uh, it's uh, a little bit. It, 
I don't want to say it's sad, but it's just, it is what it is. It is what it is. So, I mean, I mean, that's just Zach answering the best that he can, man. I mean, that's really is. That's, that's exactly what all that is right there. Um, like I said, he's not going to wait around. And in the fact that he said directly, directly, yes, Warner Brothers has directly said, this is it. They said that. And so for so long, we were kind of hoping that, okay, but then we got AT&T and HBO Max. We're still kind of waiting on those guys going, hey, can you guys do something? Can you guys do something? And then, you know, you see people out there too. I saw, I mean, there was a tweet going around from a voice in, uh, you know, in this kind of community that said like, you know, I, I, I'm, I totally paraphrase or like, you know, paraphrasing. I don't even know exactly what she, she said was a That's what she said. Um, she was saying something about like, you know, to have him to have like pretty much the conceit of saying, Oh yeah. Yeah. They don't want my idea. And it's like, well, yeah, your, your films underperformed. First off, they didn't underperform. I think they underperformed in people's brains because they thought it should make over a billion dollars. Man of Steel should have been a billion dollars. BBS should have been $2 billion, you know? So I don't see those movies underperforming at all. Obviously we could talk about that to our fucking, to our, do we lose our voices? But, um, it's just kind of funny because it's like, he's everything he said right there was absolutely true. They don't want what he, what Zack Snyder wants for their, for their, uh, franchise, you know? So, it's just stuff like that, man. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. Clark Wolf. <laughs> yeah. Fact that she said that, brr, man. Dave, what about canceling the Golden Globes and Warner Bros. had a statement from Ann Sarnoff? Did they? Did Ann Sarnoff say something about that? I mean, I'm glad that they, they're canceling the uh, Golden Globes because nobody wants those anymore. But anyways, when it comes to that, I mean, but... Zach, again, he's always stated he didn't think that they were going to release the Snyder Cut. He didn't think they were going to release it. And look what happened. You just never know what could happen. Look what, like, again, what people have said on the Vodka stream, so like that. You just never know what's going to happen. Could be a long game that's being played. So, I mean, if you if you think this is throwing in the towel, it's not throwing in the towel. And like I said, there's other there's other other uh, projects out there that are part of the universe. Like I said, the Air Cut. Deathstroke, Batfleck, those aren't out of the, I, they're not out yet, okay? I'm still, I'm I'm holding on hope, holding on so much hope that, that Ben Affleck actually goes, all right, let's do this. Let's do this, okay? Maybe, maybe, you know, with, with his weekend with, with J-Lo, hopefully persuaded him, you know? Get some of that oomph back in him after the on a day or Maz thing. So I'm just saying. Maybe she, uh, you know, used that, uh, used that, uh, took us, that took us of hers and just kind of went, Hey, Ben, you should be Batman again. Just, we don't need her as Catwoman. Don't, don't cast her as Catwoman. Don't fan cast her as Catwoman for his Catwoman. No, 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 don't do that. I, I mean, I always wanted her. I, when, when Birds of Prey came out, I thought Jennifer Lopez would have been a, a good Montoya. I thought she would have been a good, better than Rosie Perez. That's for damn sure. But, uh, Yeah. But not Catwoman. Don't do not not J Lo for Catwoman. Maybe she wants the bat. Let's hope she wants a bat. Dave, set the record straight. Uh, who coupled up? Yeah, exactly, exactly, Jose. You said coupled up. <laughs> I was like coupled up. All right, coughed up. Yeah, exactly. So that's why we're kind of all waiting. Like, okay, the people that actually handed over some money to him, seventy million dollars. Uh, 
where are they at? We haven't heard anything really from that. And we're hoping to hear some stuff, but, you know, it's just whatever. Uh, it just sucks. Carla Gugino as Catwoman. Yes, that'd be nice. And then, last, lastly, Suicide Squad official rating. We all know this, but, you know, just kind of, it's always, we all knew it was going to be rated R, but, you know, the reasons why it's rated R is always fun to know. So the Suicide Squad has officially been given its rated R, uh, R rating for strong violence, gore, language throughout, and some some sexual references, drug use, and brief graphic nudity. Okay, so we're going to see a dong. We're going to see a dong in here, guys. Yeah, you're going to see a penis. That That's usually what graphic nudity is. It means that someone, someone, we're going to see some full frontal uh, male nudity. Maybe it's from uh, Peacemaker. Maybe just like he pulls out his Peacemaker. I don't know. Or maybe King Shark actually has a dong. I wouldn't be surprised when it, I wouldn't be surprised if like uh, King Shark probably, you know, has a, has a dong underneath those shorts. That's probably what it's going to end up being. I swear to God, if that's what it ends up being, if that's what it ends up being, <laughs> Jesus Christ, <laughs> man. I'm probably just like, I don't know. I was right about the uh, the F-bomb thing. No boobs? Uh, there might be some boobs. You never know. Could be some. Yeah, hopefully, you know, if there's like a, a you know, balance it out. Some uh, female and male nudity. Why not? Best of both worlds. Come on. Is that so much to ask for? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Let me uh, get to the Twitter questions. So that's all the topics right there. Let me get to the... The Twitter questions. Let's do that. Burp. All right. So, and I know like uh, real emotion is going to be going on in a little bit. So I'm sure you head over there. All right, Mr. Eric Blake. So Gal Gadot, calling for peace is tone deaf and poorly written and insensitive, but the attacks in response are, oh yeah, oh yeah. Joss Whedon should, should have ended Gal's career. She should uh, never work again. Be uh yeah she should request oh my god okay so that's one of the things too guys about you know I love how hypocritical everybody is <laughs> because you know you always see like we want you know stop the hate stop this but if you disagree with me I'm gonna send some fucking vitriol shit to you and yeah I've seen the stuff that's been said about Gal wow. For like a lot of people who are like, you know, all about like stop the hate, stop the, you know, this, this, stop the bullying, stop that. As soon as somebody goes, oh, well, I think like this, man, it's amazing what comes out. Like, wow, were you holding that in the whole time? You know, you're sitting there promoting peace and love and all this stuff. But as soon as like something like this happens, you're just going to send some of the most just disgusting shit to somebody. Yeah. I mean, that's just humans. We're just humans, right? It's what we do. We just say one thing and then all of a sudden it's like, oh man, but it's just kind of gross. Like I saw some pretty gross stuff that was uh, happening, but oh man. But yeah, yeah, but what can you do? Joker dong? <laughs> Dave, I feel like you are the only sane person in the world. I try to be, I try to balance it out because, you know, at the same time, I'm like, she fucked up and then people are saying stuff that are just messed up. Jesus Christ. Um, let's see. Tourists. I know Gal Gadot, her agent is stressed as fuck. Probably, <laughs> you know, <laughs> the flop of uh, Wonder Woman 84. Now this. Eesh. Yeah, that's the thing. The most hateful people on the planet are the people who found something. Yeah. 
it's just yeah it's just funny it's like yeah anyways q uh this time i will be put i'll put a serious question do you know what's Zack snyder's next project after army of the dead uh, i mean i thought it was horse latitudes but i know that got put on hold so it might be something else <laughs> now Edward. Hey, Dave. I think it's an idea that uh, we can all agree James Gunn might be something with, uh, might do something with Joe as Deathstroke. Who knows? The Suicide Squad is confirmed to have multiple post-credit scenes. Let's just say it's a maybe. I mean, I would just love for James to be like, hey, you guys should do this Deathstroke series. He's got a pitch. He's got a to total idea. So it'd be nice if he did that. Even if Gal said some racist ass shit, Warner Brothers is uh, Warner Brothers. They would they wouldn't recast. Yeah, they're not going to recast. They're definitely not going to recast. Um, Dylan, yeah, she's not getting recast, cast uh, or fired from. Yeah, she's not getting recast. <laughs> they wouldn't do that. I think th this is not this is not you know Gina Carano stuff. <laughs> uh, Stuntman Mike been out of the loop for a while. Do you think? There's a silent civil war inside Warner Brothers and AT&T right now. I think there might be something like that. Truly do. I just, yeah. Because they just don't know what the hell they're, they don't know what the hell they're doing. Ah, Bradley with the, I love Bradley. I love it. I love it when you, uh, you know, in the mix of all these similar questions, you give one, you know, uh, off, off the beaten path question right here. What's up, brother? What are your top three favorite bands? Mine's got to be Audio Slave, The Doors, and of course Metallica. Well, I mean, obviously Metallica is mine, Foo Fighters, and then the Black Keys, I would say. When it comes to favorite top three, Jacob, I've been 100% vaccinated, and this image describes what the last 24 hours have felt like. Uh, all right. So you felt like what? There's at, you felt like a reptile? <laughs> reptile. Bam, bam. Nicholas, I'm not going to pretend to know much about the politics of the Israel-Palestine conflict, but I do know that neither side is innocent. And what Gal posted today was a neutral call to peace, call for peace. She didn't. She did. She did nothing wrong, but should have said nothing. Twitter needs to chill. Yeah, I mean, I mean, that's one thing that a lot of people that are on the outside of this go. Yeah, it did sound like she was wanting to call for peace, but maybe she should have been a little more diplomatic. And, you know, I know a lot of people were saying the fact that she didn't, she didn't say Palestine in, in her, in her uh, message is, I don't know, but she's going to be okay. <laughs> She'll be okay. Gary, how screwed is America? <laughs> well, I mean, I saw a lot of people talking about this. There was like a lot of like stuff. I mean, I don't know how screwed we, we always feel like we're screwed, but at the same time, you know, things, I mean, literally, I mean, yeah, there's a lot of things that are still wrong, but I mean, we, we are technically, I mean, look at all this stuff we can do now and you can do it for a fairly cheap price. You could buy a, you know, a flat screen TV for like 400 bucks. It's pretty crazy. You know, things are bad, but also they're good in ways, you know, it's not all bad, but yeah, I think we're, you know, Hopefully we're not too screwed. I know the whole gas shortage thing. I mean, what's going on with old man Biden? Come on. Come on, man. Come on. I got to work on my Biden. 
I need to do, I need to, I need to work on my Biden. I was, you know, I got, I got Trump down because it's pretty easy to talk like Trump. Just, you know, stick your lips out, you know, lower the voice a little bit and do all this stuff and just say outrageous shit. Yeah. But I need to work on my Biden. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I think we're all right for the most part. I don't know. Venom. Why are filmmakers shredding up the movies? Example of Endgame being over three hours, and I thought studios were finally opening the idea of longer movies. Yeah, I guess not. Mr. Funny Man, hello, Dave. Do you like the Harry Potter movies? You know what? Never been a fan. Really never been a fan of the Harry Potter franchise. And Mr. Venom, gal is not going to get recast, okay? She'll probably come out with an apology sooner or later, and that's the thing. Tone deaf. Yeah, there's that word again. It's the best time to ask people if they have questions. Of, oh, man. Yeah. And then that was pretty much, I mean, there's a lot of stuff that, uh, let's see. Arkham Gaming. Why are people attacking Gal Gadot? I understand the post wasn't very wise, but why do people want her canceled and recast as Wonder Woman? Well, it's just the way it is. You know, people, uh, I mean, talking about this country, you have people, you have people who, uh, you know, who are tweeting, what is this right here? Mikey Rourke said, oh, yeah, I remember seeing that. Yeah, yeah, because he didn't have a good time with Iron Man 2. Of course he didn't. Of course he shit on Marvel movies. No, but to wrap up today's show, when it comes to why people are attacking Gal Gadot and I uh, want her to recast or anything, I mean, these are I mean, the people that are really wanting that are privileged people who have the latest iPhone. They have all this technology. They're in a good spot. They're safe and cozy in their homes, and they're going – Fuck her, you know, in this while, you know, over in the Middle East, people are like suffering and dying. <laughs> I mean, that's just that's just the way it is. And like I said, they'll end up, even though they want, you know, peace and harmony and all this stuff like that, then all of a sudden they're just going after Gal and saying the most, you know, the most just gross shit to her. And it's like, yeah, what she said, she didn't think it out and shouldn't have said anything, or you know, re re rethought what she what she was trying to like get out there. But, at, you know, but it's just that's just the way it is. You know, it's where we are now. Social media has sadly given us a cesspool, especially Twitter, of uh, people just wanting to be like, well, I'm going to chime in on this. I'm going to chime in on that. And, you know, I mean, there's even times where I've chimed in on things and then I realize, you know what, I'm not as educated as I should be. You know, when it comes to all this, there's people I, I should probably reach out to just to get a better understanding of what's happening over there. And, uh, you know, and I, and I have talked to certain people and some people go, yeah, what she said, she fucked up the, uh, you know, there's certain people that, that maybe are neutral and kind of like realize or what exactly is going on there. You know, they, they realize, I think, I think we all have realized like what she said, she shouldn't have said it. She shouldn't have said it. She should have re, but then again, I don't know how she could have said it. I don't know. It's all just kind of up in there. Maybe she shouldn't have said anything, but at the same time, people are going to ask her because she is, you know, she's Israeli. So obviously she's going to defend her own uh, country, but at the same time, it's like, well, your country is not exactly, you know, you know, they're not exactly innocent <laughs> and stuff. Not exactly some innocence right there, but it, it's all just stupid, man. It's all just dumb. He did. You fucking, ah, uh, let's see. What is King Kong giving me shit again? King Kong ain't got nothing on me. Ah, uh, let's see. You haven't criticized Trump once since January. I haven't criticized Trump once. <laughs> Somebody's not paying attention. Anytime I do his, uh, do his impression, I'm pretty much criticizing the fat fucking pumpkin head. I try to start my own social media. Nobody showed up. What the hell? 
It's almost like, uh, you know, they're just trying to keep me out. Get out of here. Get out of your King Kong. Uh, <laughs> uh, I don't read the comments. <laughs> I know. Uh, it's funny because I remember King Kong like said I lied and said, I think he said that I, I lied um, when I said there wasn't going to be two vodka streams last week. Let's just let me just give you the mindset because I remember because sometimes I'll peek in when like, you know, I set up the vodka streams and sometimes people will comment. And I remember he commented, said I lied because I said there wasn't going to be two streams, but I did not lie. If you guys remember, I said eh, there might not be two streams, but we'll see. So let's just give you a mindset. It just seems like, you know, it's, yeah, it's all good. King Kong, King Kong. It's all good. It's all good, man. It's all good. Okay, it's all good, man. If you live in Israel, being in the army is a compulsory for me. Oh, yeah, that's right. You have to. You have to. Uh, in Israel, you have to uh, go into the army, right? It's like a necessity. David Hilarious, the way you handle that. I mean, you know, it's, just, it's whatever. It's whatever. You know, nothing against, nothing against Kid Cog. It's just, you know, it's just funny when... Uh, I've seen him make accusations. I'm like, that's pretty wrong. <laughs> that's wrong. I did not lie. And yes, I make fun of Trump all the time. He's very easy to make fun of. Very, very easy. And the fact of the matter is he's no longer around, really. Can we stop talking about him? Why not? Let's. We've been talking about him for like the last five freaking years. And it's been annoying. And the fact that we kept talking about him was, it just was nonstop. And now it's like, okay, he's out. He's gone. He's not on social media. He's gone. Let's stop talking about him. Please. Please. Do more than yes. Oh, you'll talk about me again. Just wait till 2024, baby. 2024, my face is going to be a lot more meltier. My hair is going to be a lot more crazier. It's going to be crazy, guys. I'm going to be way more orange, all right? I'm going to look like a carrot, more of a carrot than I actually do now. It's going to be huge, huge. Oh, anyways, <laughs> Gal was a physical trainer. Oh, was she? She was a physical trainer. That's pretty cool. But I'm not going to cancel her. I still think, you know, I don't think Gal is fucking evil. I don't think she's like an evil person. I think she was trying to be as diplomatic as possible, and it just didn't come out right. Just like some, I mean, I'm not even like on the Gina Carano hate train either. I don't think like these people are actually evil people just because they said stuff not in line with what should be or something like that, whichever, whatever the fuck that is. I don't think these people are actually evil at heart. You know, I don't think that. I mean, that's one of the things that I always try to, um, I always try to be like, what's the good in these people? Dave, answer Mark so he doesn't have to ask that question anymore. What did Mark say? What did Mark say? I don't even see. <laughs> Mark, Dave, you seen Carla in the HBO show on the brink? No. I need to, though. Anything Carla, you're talking about Carla Gugina, I hope so. Um, yeah, anything with her, I will watch because that woman is goddamn gorgeous, man. I've had a crush on her since son-in-law. But anyways, guys. You keep uh, masquerading like you uh, not on the one side when you criticize Dems constantly. It's very easy to it's very easy easy to criticize Dems. That's why you get political. Not once criticizing the ah. <laughs> uh, you got rid of them, <laughs> Jose. Oh no! I, oh no! I've got I yeah. When it comes to like when it comes to Republicans and stuff like that, oof, man. Oh, I can. Uh, I've I've said some stuff about them too. 
how uptight some of that those motherfuckers can be. So I love it when that's happened. It's just easy to do it on one side when they're con when there's constantly part of the cancel culture. Wish me a happy birthday, Dave. I'm 30 day. Well, happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to how do they do it in restaurants? Um, well, congratulations. Welcome to the 30 club, Thomas. Okay. I've been part of the 30 club for seven years and, um, you know, welcome, just welcome. So happy birthday, Thomas. All right. This is why I'm team Godzilla. <laughs> oh man. Ah, so ridiculous. Anyways, guys, uh, happy birthday, Thomas. And, uh, yeah, I know I always, you gotta love it. You know, King Kong, if you're out there, just relax, man. It's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. Okay. We're all going to survive. We're all going to make it. And uh, don't worry. Uh, it's all going to blow over. Yes. The post. Yes. Thank you, Jose. Both parties, you know, trash. And, you know, I, like I said, I follow both sides and it's funny when you see both sides of the arguments of everything, which is ridiculous, but uh, let's leave it at that guys. It's all going to blow over. I think gal is going to be okay. I wouldn't be surprised if she ends up you know, putting out an apology or something like that pretty soon. She's probably trying to come up with one, but that's got to be a struggle, you know, because, uh, you know, I don't know. But I think she uh, she should just take some time away from social media. You know, we're, you know, she's obviously brewing up a baby. She's got some projects in line. She's not going to get recast. It's all just going to blow over. It wasn't that bad. She's not an evil person. And uh, let's just leave it at that. Let's just leave it at that. What's up, Andrew McFarland? All right, guys. Uh, make sure I'm already like 13 minutes over time, but, uh, make sure you check out real emotion. I think they're over there right now. And, uh, like I said, you members, uh, expect like a little video, um, expect a little video after this. I'm not going to do uh, I'm not going to do a live stream thing. I'm not going to do a live stream thing, but I'll do like a little post video, um, of some things, of some things to maybe talk, talk about my, uh, my mess up of, uh, my hair a little bit. So anyways, guys hit that like thumbs up, uh, Hit that like thumbs up, hit that notification bell so you know when I'm doing this stuff, and hit the join button if you want to become a member and uh, you know get some of that uh, post show stuff right there. And then of course, um, you got the Patreon if you want to help out the pirate ship with that. I definitely appreciate that, and thank you to the patrons for doing that. Hopefully, in the next couple of weeks, we'll do another Patreon stream. Um, and then uh, and then of course, you got merchandise down below in the film junkie closet, and uh, that's about it, guys. All right, just remember. Just remember the cut. Just remember the deleted scene in uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League. It's toxic. That's good. <laughs> you have no fucking idea. Where's your mask? Wear your mask, Steppenwolf. How dare you? All right, guys. Talk to you later.